Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast. Hey, sweet fancy rock bottom is a podcast for two dimensions. Best first put time hates in a headlock. And there are about to be jokes laying by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel, and I can smell the rock is cooking a chili dog that's actually a bomb. <laughs> oh no! Um, this week I am the Black Badger. I am Luke Patrick. It was me. Um, it was me all along, Sam. Luke, I'm the Black Badger. No, no, I'm the Black Badger. No, no, I'm the Black Badger. I'm the Black Badger, bitch. Oh, okay. Yep. That you are the Black Badger then. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yep. Uh, this is a good that was it was a good time, man. That whole mm. exchange on the bridge, back and forth, uh, or excuse oh, me, in the parking garage. But we'll get to that. So, it's you know, it's uh, it's movie writing at its finest. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, you know, I don't know how this didn't get an Oscar. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. Um. So yeah, Luke. Uh, this week we did watch. Uh, what is this? Twenty sixteen Central Intelligence. Hmm. Uh, which I am now severely lacking. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Luke? Mm-hmm. Your watch? My man? Pretty good. Oh. Pretty good. Went into it with high spirits. Clocked out of work on time today. Felt mm, real good. Nice. Uh, punched out the old clock through this movie on, did have to rent it. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for looking through the, uh, DVD collection on your mega yacht to find and Mm -hmm. send me, uh, 2016 Central Intelligence. But Sam had a, had a pretty good watch. Watched about half of it by myself, then my roomie did join for the second half, uh, Uh and it required no effort to get her up to speed. Uh, with everything I would that imagine not. <laughs> just basically just me pointing at the screen and going, he's in the CIA. He likes unicorns. He's an accountant. They went to high school together and mm-hmm. she was like, okay, cool. I'm all caught up. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was pretty good. But Sam, I'm picking up on the fact that, uh, maybe your watch was not so good. 
not the best. <laughs> not the best. So, um, <laughs> Kenna had apparently seen this movie before. Mm. And uh, she mentioned that while we were working on dinner. Now, now Sam, and, y'all were together in 2016. Uh-huh. So does this mean she watched it independently of you? Yeah, I think so. She mm-hmm. she has absolutely no recollection of how she saw it or when she saw it or anything. <laughs> She's just pretty sure that she saw it. Yeah. Um. And so I said, oh, is it good? And she said, no. And then we started the movie. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> not not a good ramp up. No, I gotta say. So, I mean, the watch was fine enough. I I paused with about forty minutes in to to get me some ice cream. Oh, uh, you are uh, you are a good good sweets boy, and that's where I'm a sweets boy. That's your mistake. Is you always pause the movie. At random junctures, and then see how much more of it spreads before you, like the Red Sea, unparted. (laughs) (laughs) It is is always my undoing. Yeah. Um, You gotta stop doing that. You gotta stop being such a good, good sweets boy. But I need my sweets. Mm -hmm. Sammy needs his sweet sweets. Yeah. And, like, Kenna wouldn't get them this time. Sometimes I can talk her into getting them so the movie will be over faster. Sure. Uh, But this time she said no, even though the cat was, like, curled up uh, very nicely in my lap. Oh. And we were all cozy. And, uh, yeah, so I had to get the sweets, and so I paused it. I did think about just leaving it running. Uh, Hey, buddy. Wouldn't be Mm -hmm. the first time I've done it. Yeah, see, you're way more comfortable doing that than I am. I think because I am um, a compulsive rule follower. Yeah. Even well, when the rules are arbitrary and self-imposed. I think it also helps that uh, living in an apartment like I do, uh, the TV is still within earshot of like my kitchen. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I can I can still grok what's happening if I take a quick break to say, go get some sweetsies. Yeah. Yeah, the, you know that that'll help. I gotta tell you, it seems like that would make a bit pretty pretty big difference. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. You know, a movie's a movie at this point. I've been watching some good ones though lately. Oh, uh, you want to talk about those? F- fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> well, um, let's let's completely divert the podcast away from Mr. Dwayne the Rock Johnson to talk about a bunch of movies that don't have him in it. Yeah. So, uh. Ken and I watched uh, Turning Red Ooh, the other day. Which I've heard great things about. Dude, I think it is it is easily in my top three Pixar movies. That's I adore it. That's beating out Toy Stories 1 through 4, which we know is a lie, Sam. We all know Toy Story <laughs> 4 is your favorite film ever. You know, I yeah, I gotta go with the zeitgeist on that one. Everyone loves Toy Story 4 more yeah. than any of the other five, but can't shut them um, up they keep raving about toy story 4 <laughs> they say oh i just loved the part w- with the doll who tears out his voice box mm-hmm. uh that was my favorite part uh you know the scene where woody has surgery yeah that's my favorite part of toy story the whole franchise really um so yeah turning red fucking phenomenal mm. you love to hear that just, just so good and then um what was the other one i watched oh yeah 
uh, Ken and I uh, watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Which I've also heard is pretty... I mean, it did super well at the box office. So, Sam... It was yeah. pretty good. All pretty right. Pretty good. Was it, now, was it a billion dollars good? Uh, no. <laughs> I, look, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. And I probably would have enjoyed it more if, for some reason... It hadn't been spoiled to me 5,000 times by just random posts on Facebook, not yeah. from anyone I follow, not from any page I follow, but just stuff that Facebook has been serving up to me that is just photos of spoilers from the movie for no reason. Hmm. Now, that's that's a weird... I think the algorithm hates you for the oh, things it, that you have it typed into it. does. So, at this I've point... Searched- <laughs> <laughs> I've searched some stuff, man. Yeah, in- uh, including bear dicks. Um, twice now, I've done that. Yeah, so I think uh, I think at this point the algorithm is just getting its revenge on you. Yeah, probably. Uh, did I tell you that two weeks ago uh, I searched both uh, bear penis and who elephant penis? Hmm. You did not. Let me tell you. You're on a watch list, my man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it it should be less of a surprise to me that uh, the Hanksy Panksy Reddit account keeps getting served up uh, stuff from r slash furry. Yeah. There's no mystery involved here. (laughs) The algorithm very clearly has you nailed (laughs) and is confused why you don't see it. (laughs) It's like, but you love this stuff. This is you. love you. this stuff, Sam. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. Elephant penises? Mm-hmm. Rough. Mm. Now... That's a, that's a challenging penis to wrap your hands around. To, to divert away from this, can I plug a movie? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I just watched The Usual Suspects. Mm. Um, okay. Kaiser Sose and the crew... Uh, yeah. I know I'm late to this party, but folks, if you haven't seen The Usual Suspects, <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> so, Luke, I haven't seen it, but I have had the ru- uh, the ending ruined for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do it here and now. They do it in Dairy Girls, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, they fully ruined the movie. Um, oh yeah yeah it, it serves as the central anchor of an episode but that's neither here nor there sam uh i guess we should pivot back to being on point now that i've plugged what is it 1992's epic hit Something like that. <laughs> the usual yeah. suspects i mean again with the sort of caveat that comes with any movie that stars uh Kevin Spacey. Yeah, have to put a your, big old asterisk. Your favorite actor, Kevin Spacey. Yes, everybody knows uh, Kevin Spacey is my favorite actor, and we will be doing him for the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you keep so you know I've mostly hidden this from the audience, but uh, folks in the background of Luke's webcam is uh, what can really be best described as a shrine to kevin spacey mm-hmm. uh there's uh there's a poster that just says hero on it under kevin spacey <laughs> um and uh there's another one that is it looks like you framed a still 
from that one weird video that Kevin Spacey did after the allegations came out where mm-hmm. he was kind of playing his character from House of Cards. Yeah. Uh, denying the mm-hmm. allegations. And under that still, you just have fuck cancel culture. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so some interesting choices there, Luke. Yeah. I mean, I like that we've hidden this from the audience, but this is who I am, man. <laughs> Is yeah. a man who's frustrated by cancel culture and PCness and mm-hmm. people not overlooking actual crimes. <laughs> yeah, and and this isn't even to mention the honestly, I think legitimately criminal number of guns you have in that room with you. <laughs> hey, man, don't tread on my freedoms. Is all I have to say about that. <laughs> we all know that's my spice. And what I'm bringing to this uh, podcast. Guns and Kevin Spacey, our new <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's why I have two bumper stickers. One is an NRA sticker. The other one is a free Kevin Spacey sticker. Just to throw people off my trail. <laughs> what? What? I- I so badly need to see the Venn diagram of people who are pro-gun and pro-Kevin Spacey. I think it's me and one other person, and that's probably... Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it's me and Kevin Spacey. Um, anyway, Sam, we're 12 minutes into this. We need to talk about this movie. I don't think we do. Um, <laughs> I really don't think we do. You know what? Maybe that's the new challenge. What if folks at home, we just cranked out an episode that was not about a rock movie? Would y'all still be here? Because I bet you would. I yeah, feel like I you would. I think so. You know, Luke, I think now is a good time for me to um, to finally reveal my secret black bean recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> Here's what I do, folks. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> every, every Friday, this is my Shabbos routine. So uh, you, get a, you get a pan and a stick of butter and uh, you get some garlic and some better than bouillon beef uh, flavor. And you, you melt a little bit of butter. And you you mix the the bouillon into that, uh, so it gets like a nice like kind of roasty beef smell. And then you add some garlic to it. Saute that for a second. You dump in the can of Bush's reduced sodium black beans. Um, only Bush's will do. And then you add uh, garlic powder, onion powder, cumin, a little bit of oregano, and a, a decent amount of pepper. Mm. And then uh, salt to taste. Be careful, because that better than bouillon has a lot of salt in it. Yeah. So I usually don't have to add any. And then you just cook it for a while, man. It's easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl beans. Is this a good time to mention that my license plate is beef stank? Man, you have the most interesting rear end of a car. Because it is, again, free Kevin Spacey, an NRA bumper sticker, and the (laughs) the license plate beef stank. (laughs) On my Prius. That's the wild your, thing. God damn, this is an interesting man. <laughs> um, well, that was that is that was incredible audio, Sam. You detailing how welcome. to cook beans. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about the movie. I well, let's you do know it. What? Let's let's the talk back, about it real quick. The back of your car screams, "Who does this man vote for?" 
<laughs> it's a big question mark. It's it's probably skewing libertarian is about the only thing you could glean from that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. He writes in Gary Johnson every year. Yeah, even when he's not running. Yeah, for sure. Neil Pert. I just write in Neil Pert. Uh, Who the every fuck time. is Neil Pert? He was the drummer for Rush. Uh, he was a okay. big libertarian. That joke didn't okay. land with you, but I hope it does with someone at home. <laughs> Man, it's like you fucking threw a brick through my computer. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, Sam, What's the you, goddamn plot of this? Yeah, do you want the plot? Okay. I mean, it's really easy. This one's not complicated, folks. It's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was a big kid in high school. It was bullied and then grows up to mm-hmm. be uh, Bob Stone. Bob Stone. Mm-hmm. Bob Stone. A, a uh, badass CIA agent who I do want to talk about. I want to talk about his character. Okay. Um, so let's put a pin in him. Uh, and then Kevin Hart who was the uh, prom king, marries the prom queen, and was voted most likely to succeed. Ends up being a, a forensic accountant, which, like, that's nothing to whiff at. Can we can we pause here to talk about this? Yeah. That's not not succeeding. Yeah. Dude's super I, successful as a forensic accountant. He has his own office. Yeah. I never had my own office. Mm-hmm. I don't even have my own office and I work from home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I would love to be making forensic accountant money. Yeah, I mean, clearly, and he's married to, his wife grows up to be a lawyer who's now a partner at a firm. Like, they're doing great. I just cannot figure out what he thought he was going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, Because forensic accountant is, from my understanding, challenging, in-demand work that is, like, for people with very specialized knowledge. Yes, yeah, 100%. I would even go so far as to say it's probably about as, uh, like, skill-focused as being a CIA agent. Uh, probably. You have a certain set of skills. Yours just happen mm-hmm. to be about numbers and beep-boop and computers instead yeah. of shooting shooting cars and or people. Yeah. Yeah. God, I just... What an asshole, you know? Yeah. For thinking, like, I'm a failure. I'm just a very successful forensic accountant with my own office. Yeah. It's a real bummer. Um, Anyway, they reconvene uh, because they're the... Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in town for the high school reunion, the 20th high school reunion, and Mm -hmm. hits him up on Facebook. They hang out. Uh, and then he wakes up in the morning after Dwayne The Rock Johnson crashes at Kevin Hart's house to find out that, oh no, the CIA is after him. He's been framed for stealing some codes. Uh, yep. And cue rest of Buddy Cop movie. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the plot. Turns out at the end that Aaron Paul was in fact the Black Badger, uh, which yep. was the guy that the CIA has been hunting and they thought it was Dwayne. So uh, I'm in the CIA, bitch. Um, mm-hmm. as he says through it constantly throughout this movie um, oh my god yeah that's the plot Sam Sam what'd you think of this movie the fuck do you think Luke <laughs> I think you had a wonderful time with it 
Of course I did. Yeah. It's hilarious from top to bottom, tank to tip. Mm-hmm. I loved every minute of it. Two thumbs way up my own ass. It's great. Roger Ebert, he's never rated a movie higher. <laughs> he said, this is the best one. This is the best this movie. This is it. You know what? <laughs> Film has peaked with 2016 Central Intelligence. Francis Ford Coppola can eat my ass. <laughs> What if? Can we just imagine a world which Roger Ebert, for his final movie review ever, was like, he knows he's on the way out. And so he says, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Eat my ass, all of you. And then he dies. God, what a fucking pro move that would be. God, it would be fucking amazing. Gives it six stars out of his famous four star system. I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, not... Not the die part. Yeah, not but, the beef you know, in it part. But the rest of it. Be, yeah. you know, influential enough to be able to say, like, Francis Ford Coppola, you suck. Actually, the best movie of all time is <laughs> Empire State. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking Southland Tales, turns oh, out. God. <laughs> um, Sam, can I, can I break your brain a little bit? Oh, my God. Oh my god, Luke, don't tell me. I... Don't you... Don't you fucking say it. I didn't have the worst time with this movie. (laughs) No! (laughs) Look, man. It isn't... It isn't... (laughs) It isn't necessarily harmful, which is good. Uh, It does pedal... There's some... Hang on. Caveat. There's some exceptions to that. There's You're like some stuff. eight asterisks yeah. after that fucking statement, my man. There's some stuff that's a little higgledy piggledy on this one. A, a little, a little higgledy, a little, a little hinky. Um, but I don't know, man. I went into it in a good frame of mind, and I, I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it, but I didn't hate it. Like it went by pretty easily. Okay, look, I will say, I wasn't. I don't think I was bored. Yeah. Nor was I angry. Sure. Uh, it Which just <laughs> wasn't great. Can we just mention really quickly that the the worst thing a film can do is make you bored and angry, and we think we've experienced that so many yeah. times. It's called the Fast and Furious fan 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 tries. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh. Uh huh. But yeah. Um. Didn't didn't have the worst time with this one, and I can give you one exact scene, okay, that I really enjoyed that actually got okay. a laugh from me and my roommate because she was there at the time. All right, I want to hear it. So they're stealing an airplane to go to Boston because there's some codes there or something, um, uh-huh. and Dwayne is pulling an airplane in the background. None of this is important. What's important is that Kamel no. Nanjiani is here, uh. And he's fucking hilarious. Yes. He's, look, he's very good. The scene is great. I do love that they they reference the, the Lorena Bobbitt uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Crime, I guess. Uh, it's, it's good. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's trying to convince him he's got a dick and a cooler. And Kumail Nanjiani's reactions to this are amazing uh there's i they're brilliant i yeah. the, the man 
the man's fucking hilarious. I, I love Kabil Nanjiani. He can do... Well, I was going to say no wrong, but uh, as I learned from your hero, Kevin Spacey, Luke, um, he, he probably could do some wrong. Oh, he right could definitely. Now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, I love him. Yeah. Right now, he is, he is the weirdly extremely muscular hero that we all need uh, mm-hmm. with that Marvel workout they got him on. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, Sam, talk to me. Talk to me about this movie. What didn't you like about it? Obviously, the fat phobia. The, the fat phobia is pretty sucks bad. So much. Yep. It's yep. 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 Wretched. Um, and like unapologetic too, in a really weird way. Yeah. That seems like it should not have flown, even like Christ six years ago. Here's the thing, though. Before you get too squigged out, this was only six years ago. Like, we were we were dealing with some stuff in 2016. Luke, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing happened in 2016. <laughs> That's my third bumper sticker. It just says, <laughs> nothing happened in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> this is the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Can we... Can we please? I need you to put a coexist bumper sticker on there just to really make everyone's brains pop. I think a better one would be just a namaste. Just a single oh, namaste yeah. in the corner. That would be perfect. Just a good solid namaste for everyone to be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um Fuck! What was I talking about? <laughs> I can't stop thinking oh, you, about the back. You were of my asking car. me what I what I didn't like about the movie. Yeah, so the fat shaming, the fat phobia is definitely heavy in this movie for sure. Yeah, honestly, I think that's mostly it. I don't know. It's in a lot of ways it tries to do Jason Bourne fights, but it can't do Jason Bourne fights because oh, yeah. it's not Jason Bourne, mm-hmm. and it made me just miss Jason Bourne. Man, I like that. Is this the trajectory we're heading for where every movie just makes us miss the Jason Bourne franchise? I got to tell you, I was going to mention this to you uh, uh, off off mic, but Mm -hmm. um, I think we should do a Jason Bourne (laughs) Patreon special. I think we should because it's it's like every other movie for me now. I'm watching it and I'm (laughs) like. This isn't as good as the Born Ultimatum. I I gotta I gotta tell you. Yeah, it's just not as good to, as the Born Identity. I gotta see a young Barrio get his face <laughs> smashed in by a book. Yeah, well, the choreography for this one is definitely nowhere near as good. No, uh, it's still it's still good. I'll yeah. grant it that. Uh, the office fight scene is actually really good, um, and and it does some fun stuff. I don't know. Honestly, it may have just been because Kenna told me immediately before we started that um, that the movie sucked. Yeah. Um, See, this is where you keep going wrong, my man. It's all about well, set and setting. You got to be in a great headspace to consume man, these terrible movies. How was I supposed to know that my wife was going to be like, this one sucks? Yeah. This is why you should divorce her. And, well. and focus on Hanksy Panksy, <laughs> pure 
just the pure hanksy panksy experience that does seem like a good life trajectory for me to take yeah 100 Um, percent so that the official court documents do say the reason for divorce was focusing on podcast. Yeah, I mean, there's like 10 people in Ireland that depend on us, man. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, one of you uh, did did message us, and I got to tell you, we were fucking overjoyed by that. Oh, so thank we you were... so much for, for your, like, fan mail. Yes, we were chuffed to bits. Please, if you are... Anybody, <laughs> anybody at all that listens yeah. to this podcast, chuck us an Foreign old message or domestic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll take you. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you one thing that I I really did like. Yeah. Um, when they go to the bar mm-hmm. and uh they're accosted by those those real tough customers at the at the bar. Yes. And uh, one of them tells them to leave and go jerk each other which yeah. is great now and be careful because there's a final quote in here mm. so be very mm. tread carefully okay i'll just say Dwayne's response was very good yes is that good podcasting no <laughs> but <laughs> i'll i'll save you luke and uh and yeah now there was something at this bar Mm-hmm. That I needed to ask you about. Yeah. Because this seemed like a pretty, like, kind of rough and tumble bar, yeah? Yeah, he picked a weirdly, like, bikey, like a biker bar to yes. show up to. Now, there was a sign in the bar that said Macaroni Mondays. <laughs> now, <laughs> I can't figure out. If if it's just that, like real tough people and like bikers and shit love mac and cheese, yeah, or if the owners of this establishment have just grievously misjudged their sort of clientele, <laughs> I think one of these is way funnier, which is that this is a mom and pop establishment um, <laughs> that has been overrun by bikers. But they keep trying to plow through it. They're just like, it's wings night every Tuesday. Fam- kids eat yeah. free on Fridays. Yep. Thursday night is Nickelodeon trivia night. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the best part would be if the bikers got really into it. I would love that. Yeah. I I would love to see a bunch of bikers being like, uh, Bing. Uh, that was Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. He kept the screwdriver in his diaper. Yeah. Uh, God. And then just fucking shoveling down macaroni and cheese yeah. every Monday. Every Monday. Everybody knows Monday's mac and cheese night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say to to uh, add some colors. So basically they say some pretty homophobic stuff. Uh, oh, these tough yeah. customers and Dwayne calls him out on it he says that's a lot of homophobic stuff uh, that seems pretty deep seated you should see a doctor about that uh, which was, that was pretty good. excellent yeah yeah Luke what would you do if you um, if you received a Facebook message from someone who likes guns cinnamon pancakes and unicorns and just 
kept messaging you the most outlandish shit in the world. Sam, I didn't put this together until just now, but essentially the way that Dwayne the Rock Johnson's character is presented in the beginning of this movie through Facebook is exactly what the back of my car is presenting to the rest of the world. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big ass question mark. Um, it's so it's so distressing to see. it's like it's like um when you go to the grocery store and you take your shopping cart and you add condoms to it it becomes just this sort of funhouse mirror horror show yeah man this guy's got a protein shake a stock of celery and a a weird amount of baked beans and condoms what is this guy planning what is he up to Hold on, hold Um, on. Uh, He's got oat milk popsicles, butter, whole wheat buns, one radish, and four (laughs) boxes of condoms. That's how you really confuse them, is you up the number, the amount of condoms that you're packing. (laughs) Yes. Like, make it a distressing amount. Five or Mm -hmm. six boxes of the big packs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fuck the shit out of this single radish. <laughs> or you could send direct signals and just get one watermelon and many boxes of condoms. <laughs> and uh, and maybe like an apple corer. Yeah. So, you know, you've got, <laughs> you've got a way to fuck it. Which you sort of measure while you're looking at it in the aisle. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Does this fit? This seems yeah, like... It like <laughs> Like, I feel like you're holding your phone down near your crotch, and you're holding the, the apple core next to it, and yeah. it's just like, huh. Yeah, I, huh. I think I think this lines up. Yeah. Seems about right. Uh. Seems about right. What the fuck were we talking about? Um, oh, the messages. The Facebook messages. Oh, yes, what would I do? Sam, I would accept this friend request. I can't even kid you. Holy shit. (laughs) You're a braver man than I. I mean, it's just Facebook. Um, It's not like they have the keys to my house yet. Look, man, he gave off the energy that he was going to eat Kevin Hart's eyes. Yeah. Which, okay, this is what I wanted to say about his character. Uh Uh-huh. I really appreciate that in this movie, The Rock, for once, is not just some kind of military or federal badass because they flesh him out in weird ways. Like he's super into unicorns. Mm -hmm. Uh, He always wears a fanny pack. He's a little off socially. Um, He's, but it's like if you gave cocaine to a fish. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly what it's like. It's, it is so intense. The energy he is giving off, just this wide-eyed, gulping energy mm-hmm. that I I loved. Yeah, but boy, it's weird. It's so weird. So I just love that. Not since like Be Cool have we seen Dwayne get the chance to just be fucking strange on camera. Uh, I would I would say mm-hmm. uh, the aforementioned. Oh no, what is it called? The bad one. Southland Tales? 
Thank you. I just kept thinking Sandlot, which yeah. I've never seen. Oh, uh, well, you should fix that. Uh, I love that we're recommending well. movies from uh, <laughs> several decades ago. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, yeah, if you folks haven't seen the Sandlot yet, get yourself down to the local Cineplex. Um, Head on over to your nearest blockbuster. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Southland Tales is weird because I don't think it was his choice to be weird. I think the director had everybody at gunpoint and said, mm, "Shake yeah. your hands, really weird," and he was like, "Okay." Uh, this uh, is whatever you say. This is early enough for my career. Don't hurt my parents. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I just really appreciate that he got to be kind of kooky in this one. You know, he did it well. Yeah. I'll give him that. He pulled it off. Um, I do have a question for you. Yeah, another one. Okay. At what point did you know who the Black Badger was? Not until I. I to be frank, I didn't. Oh, oh no. Until <laughs> Luke. <laughs> until basically the moment it's revealed that Aaron Paul is in fact the Black Badger and they shoot him and dump him over a bridge. Um, oh, Luke. Yeah, man, because I, I got to tell you, my brain was off for this one. But also, they didn't do the greatest job with the twists and turns. Like, this isn't Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. <laughs> so <laughs> It is... It is Spy Soldier Taylor Tinker. They do it all wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was left a little confused by the movie trying to misdirect me. Because I was like, he's the Black Badger. And then they were like, what if it's Dwayne? And I was like, no, it's it's definitely him. And I, uh, I'll, Look, I'll tell you, they do make it very plausible that the Black Badger could be anyone. Yeah. But man, I'm not going to lie to you. The second that... Aaron Paul arrived on my screen mm-hmm. in the flashback. I went, oh, well, he's the Black Badger. Yeah. Well, well, j- bully for you, sir. Look, man, it's not my fault that I can't turn my brain off. Yeah. It's it's the old classic for Hanksy Panksy. Sam fails yeah. to, dis- to uh, suspend disbelief uh, and bad yeah, things can- ensue. Can I can I tell you one other thing that I noticed because my brain wasn't off? I wish you would. In the scene where they're flying in what looked to be a Cessna 172 Skyhawk. Oh my god, um, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> when when the engine quote unquote fails yeah. and they start crashing, Dwayne fixes it by flicking uh two red switches, yes? Dude yeah, yes. But you gotta talk to your therapist about this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's just the master battery. So the engine would still be running. It just... He turned off the power. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that into my awareness. You're um, welcome. Would you like uh, an IMDb fact? I would love so, an IMDb fact. Uh, Okay. Let me let me find my favorite one. Here it is. Dwayne Johnson wears a yellow shirt with the Scope logo from Golden Era Hip Hop Rap Group Public Enemy. The shirt is available for sale online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. 
Oh, that is so good. It's just nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think whoever Steve IMDb or whoever that made IMDb uh, would be proud to know that uh, his software is being used in this way? Yeah, I think I think Isaac uh, Michael Database is quite proud <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that uh, his uh, his life's work, his magnum opus, is being used to tell people that the shirt that The Rock wore in 2016 Central Intelligence can be purchased online. Yeah, yeah, you know that he's just stoked. Um. Sam, I have other thoughts about this movie, but uh I don't know, maybe we should maybe we should head somewhere first. Yeah, um I sold the encrypted files for the sp- spy satellite yeah. net- network to makes, a terrorist. Makes, makes perfect sense to me. So I'm going to buy some rock stocks with it. Rock stocks, bitch. <laughs> Let's go. (laughs) Sam, there's a question that's posed in this movie that I think we should answer. Okay. Which is that uh, The Rock is talking at one point about unicorns. Because Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart points at his shirt and it's like, nice unicorn shirt. To which The Rock is like, dude, I love unicorns. They are nature's most deadly animal. Yes. Or the most, the deadliest animal on the planet or something is what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much like Kamel Nanjiani, uh, who is quoted as saying, I am now made of questions. Sam, yes. I'm made of questions. What the, why is a unicorn the most deadly animal on the planet? Well, Luke, I think that one's actually pretty easy to answer. And that's uh, because of the unbridled rage. Mm. Now talk to me about mm-hmm. that. Well, as everybody knows, uh, the unicorn, uh, being uh, God's greatest creation, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is deeply angry at the fact that most people think the unicorn is not real. Ah. Uh, and so they are furious all the time, having been abandoned by their God uh, <laughs> and, and left to, to being thought of as fiction. Yeah. Having been made, been made perfect in the eyes of the Lord. And then mm-hmm. utterly abandoned by his grace. Yes. Um, yeah. That Pinksy would ex- Pinksy, a very Christian podcast. Oh, everybody knows that about us. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter. Um, <laughs> Fuck Purim. <laughs> yeah. Um, though that explains it. It also explains why my insurance uh, has a unicorn clause. I always wondered oh, about it- that one. It has to. Yeah. So so many people, you know, before the, well, before uh, Congress passed the Unicorn Protection Act back in 1963. Yeah. Uh, millions of people a year were dying uh, in tragic unicorn murders. For sure. And uh, their families, I mean, were just having to pay for, for all the hospital fees and the funeral fees out of pocket. It was... Honestly, an economic disaster that's really the cause of the end of Jimmy Carter's presidency and not really <laughs> uh, the oil embargo. Yeah. Man, fucking unicorns, dude. I know. I know. They really destabilized the country in a big, big way. Yeah. 
I'm glad we sorted that out. That was bugging me. Also, um, they can use guns. Oh, well, <laughs> that's a twist, um, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a, as a proud NRA supporter, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I do support everybody's right to have a gun, regardless of how safe an idea that is. Uh, yeah, I mean, and my guy, mm-hmm. you would not believe how they use them. Oh, are they getting saucy, getting a little bit spicy with these guys? Luke, I I literally can't tell you because there's a fucking unicorn outside my house right now. <laughs> and if I if I tell you, I'll die. It's, it, yeah. It'll kill my whole family. It's so fucking angry at God and me and everyone else. <laughs> I want a period piece. A movie set in the 60s before <laughs> unicorns were banned. Starring Denzel Washington and Christina Hendricks, where unicorns murder half of San Francisco in dark alleyways, just their horns gleaming in the moonlight. <laughs> yes. And because I could it be like a good like kind of police procedural like Zodiac mm-hmm. where um, they keep coming out of these scenes of like people who look like they've been stabbed or shot like a hundred times. Yeah. And they're like, my God, what did it? And then they're like, wait, what's this glittery piss over here? <laughs> look at all this fucking glitter piss all over the place. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah. So look out for our next movie. Um Horn of blood? Hmm. Horned up, maybe? Horn. Well, that makes sense. That's the porn <laughs> parody of it. Um. Speaking of, there was another gag in this movie that really got me, Sam. Uh um, huh. Which is Kevin Hart's in a van, uh, with some CIA folks, and they hand him an iPad, and they're the guy that hands over the iPad is like, "Yes, this is the data," <laughs> and then he says. This is Pornhub. And the guy's like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that fucking gag got me pretty good. (laughs) It was a pretty good gag, for sure. It's fucking solid. Hey, um, Dwayne's got another fucking truck in this one. Yes, but, but, Sam, really critically, truck tease. Because the entire movie, they have Dwayne driving around in an SUV. And you're mm-hmm. like, he looks weird as hell in an SUV. He does. It does does he d- not fit him. And then at the very All end, wrong. Yeah, at the very end, they get him a big old Chevy Silverado and a crisp red, and mm-hmm. uh, everything is right with the world for sure. It feels good to yeah. have him back in that mm-hmm. uh, that mm. fine fine piece of American engineering. <laughs> yep, no one's ever had any problems with the Chevy. Mm-mm. You know, reliability through the fucking roof. Yeah. Uh, Luke, I gotta tell you. Mm-hmm. This movie? Yeah. I think there's a sequel hiding in it. Hey, really quick. Yes. It did make money ass over ankles. Do you want to take a... Did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what's... What budget? What's so the budget? The budget was a cool $50 million. Just a cool 50 mm. mil, which seems a little low for most rock movies. Yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. 
So I'm gonna guess that this cleared 700 million. Ooh, you'd be a little high uh, on this price, oh, okay. is right? But it did clear over 200 million. So That's pretty good. The fucking That's rock man, he brings in the wheelbarrows full of cash. He he really fucking does. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's time for him to do that for us again. Yes, I think there's a lot of money left on the money tree. We just gotta shake it. Okay, so here. Here's the half idea that I have for this movie. Yes, I am so ready for you to pitch this to me. Okay, at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. it is revealed that um, oh shit, what is what is the actress's name? She plays uh, Darla, I think, mm-hmm. or Darlene. Fuck, what is her name? A- what is her name? Amy Adams. No, not Amy Adams. What are you talking about? Who are you talking about? The the lady that Dwayne has a crush on in the movie. Uh oh. Oh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, thank you. God, I think I fucking had a stroke. Yeah, you um, fully did. <laughs> if you smell okay. burnt toast, please call the helpline. <laughs> I've been smelling it for hours. Uh Okay. Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Is a KGB agent. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Damn, Sam. Yeah. Okay. Central Intelligence Two. Yeah. Okay. So help me figure out the plot because all I have <laughs> is that. So I think so. This is in the in the realm of this movie. Dwayne had a crush on her in high school, mm-hmm. but it never happened. And then they go to the reunion, and it does sort of happen between them. Yes. Um, setting the stage for her to be a KGB agent mm-hmm. and him to be in the CIA. So they start they start developing a bond. They go on mm-hmm. some dates. Yes. They move in together. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. I think this is exactly like the Americans Except uh-huh. uh, instead of living next to an FBI agent, they're both. So he's trying to hide the fact that he's in the CIA. She's trying to hide the fact that she's in the KGB. Sam, what I think you have here is a mm-hmm. romantic comedy Ooh. and a comedy of errors. So like Dwayne leaves oh, out his yes. poison dart gun or something and she thinks it's her. So she like stashes yes. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and And then they... Can they can they switch up their handlers or mm-hmm. their dead drops or something? And yeah. so they're they're accidentally spying for the other nation. Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Or they leave. Fuck. <laughs> I love the idea of swapping dead drops and leaving completely inconsequential information, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the location of the Soviet bases is here, um, or the Russian and bases, like, and they're like, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, know, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> They're ours. We already knew that fucking Melissa McCarthy. Um, yes. So how is Kevin Hart involved? Now, this is the big question. Because at the end of the movie, Kevin Hart is shown to start working for the agency. Uh, so I don't know, man. Do we even do we even want Kevin Hart in this in this sequel? It's not central intelligence without him. I guess it isn't. I guess it isn't. Uh, <laughs> unless. 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 You want a different Kevin. 
maybe Kevin Sorbo. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm going to rule that one out right now. Noted cool guy, Kevin Sorbo. (laughs) Noted cool celebrity, Kevin Sorbo. Um, No, I think I think we bring in Kevin Hart again. Um, I think uh, maybe he's in the accounting department. And uh-huh. uh, he has to deal with the, like, expense reports that Dwayne keeps filing. Okay. So it'll be like, man, you had another stash of arms go missing? Then you have to buy more? What the fuck, man? Yeah. He's like, dude, what the fuck is going on with your gun budget? Yeah. It's, it's off the charts. Yeah. I think that could be fun. I don't know. What else could we have Kevin Hart doing in the sequel? Uh-huh. Um, training his son to kill. Excellent. Yes. Fuck everything I just said. This is the direction <laughs> we're taking. And I want, I want hard cuts between the family rom-com and him with his son blindfolded in a dark alley holding a baseball yes. bat. Uh, uh, can it be, I want it to be a mix of um red sparrow and million dollar baby yes really intense (laughs) really gritty not at all funny no not even a bit god i love the red sparrow reference i think that is (laughs) specifically what we're aiming for with this um Yes, I, I think we've got a hit on our hands because it's got something for everyone. You know, it's got the comedy, it's got the in very mm-hmm. intense violence and drama. Yeah, um, you know, it's got the jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's got, I think, a really graphic sex scene between Dwayne and Melissa. Ooh, now we all know we want that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I think, I think she really pegs him hard. Yes, and he loves every second of it. Um, Yes. But I think, I mean, as we all know, the best way to make a movie is to take the best parts of every movie and shove them all into one single film. Uh I mean, that's definitely the way to go. That's never hurt anybody, like, say, Southland Tales. No, no. I mean, that's that's what made Southland Tales great. Yeah. I've, um, can, can, can we do one thing with this movie? Oh, yeah, for sure. We got the budget and the time. In the very graphic sex scene where Melissa McCarthy is pegging Dwayne. Yeah. Can he be looking at a high school photo of Kevin Hart? (laughs) (laughs) Only if we can immediately hard cut to Kevin Hart screaming at his son uh, to protect himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Just to really, Uh, I want to showcase how far Kevin Hart has come since being mm -hmm. the golden boy, the golden eagle or whatever his stupid name was. Golden jet. Golden jet. But they said it like a million fucking times. Yeah, they did. Uh, But yeah, I want to highlight exactly how far he's come from being the golden jet in high school to being a man who will abuse his child into becoming a super weapon. And that boy's name is Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. <laughs> it ties the room together, I gotta tell you. 
Excellent. Man, I think we've got a hit on our hands. Yeah. Can you imagine the casting call, too, for needs to look like six-year-old Matt Damon? (laughs) (laughs) Who's inexplicably Kevin Hart's son? Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking choice is what it is. God. Now I want it. Yeah. Now I want that movie. This movie would be incredible, and we'd have to watch it. Because Dwayne would be in it. Um, Yeah. But sadly, I don't think we'll be getting to watch that next week. So, Sam, what's going on next week? Well, Luke, next week, uh, let me me just double check here. Uh, Let's see. Next week, we do have 2016's Moana. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Moana. Moana. Have you seen it? I have seen Moana. I'm proud to say several times. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, never. You've never seen Moana? Nope. I've oh. seen bits and pieces, but not the whole ding-ding thing. Oh, my now, dude. I do know who Dwayne plays mm-hmm. because I did buy uh, a sort of action figure style, excuse me, toy of his character for my niece mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas one year who uh, who did promptly tell me that I should have gotten her the boat instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's priceless. Where's that Christmas commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was a harrowing moment of mine because, I it, like, my mother-in-law was around but didn't hear it. Yeah. And so she keeps, my niece keeps telling me, you should have gotten me the boat. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't feel like I can be like, hey, that's, that's a pretty fucking rude thing to tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> she just keeps telling me that. And I was like, well, I, I got you. I got you, Maui. Yeah. So there so, you go. So your only context for Moana so far is shame. And social awkwardness. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Well, that's... I mean, Sam, you're you're in for a real good ride with this one, but I'm <laughs> extremely curious to hear what exactly you think Moana is about based on your limited information. Okay. I'm... And this is my legit yes. guess as to what it is about. Yes, 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 I yes, am yes. pretty sure that Dwayne Johnson plays a... Hawaiian demigod mm-hmm. who is helping a child do something on the water mm-hmm. related to a <laughs> different god, I think. And there's music. Yes. Okay. Well, I won't <laughs> spoil a goddamn thing for you. You will just have to watch it and find out, my man. Okay. Well, I am I'm pretty fucking pumped for it. Yeah. <sighs> well, folks, until then, uh you can find us on Facebook at uh Hanksy Panksy Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at uh Hanksy Panksy, you can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod, and you can find us uh on Patreon at patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. Uh over there right now you can get the Journey to the Center of the City, the podcast that uh my wife McKenna and I recorded on uh, our experience watching the entire Sex in the City canon. You can also find, now this is podcasting, 
the first episode in a three-part series where Luke and I will be watching all of the Star Wars saga. And uh, and also our, our monthly choices. Uh, Luke, we've got a we've got a Passover episode coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on uh, while we're talking about the Patreon, uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, to Hanks's Heroes, who uh, I did forget to shout out last time, <laughs> uh, which sucks because Whoops. they do they pay for these shout outs. So yeah. uh, Russell, Tuck, Daniel real sorry about that uh so you guys are tom's heroes you know he he went on that dead eyes podcast not ours like a real sack of shit Mm -hmm. but i hear (laughs) that on the episode he was like three people that i love the most more than my family russell tuck daniel they're my heroes better even than kevin spacey um (laughs) Uh, don't you love paying for a patreon (laughs) shout out uh, and hearing that you're better than Kevin Spacey, that's hey, that's really that's, where the money goes, right there. That's a high bar to cross. Yeah, uh, I at least in your mind, Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Hanks's heroes, Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Really hope me mentioning your names that many times makes up for the fact that I forgot you last week. Uh, hey, also send us an email, HanksyPanksyPod Gmail dot com. Let us know if you watched uh, Polar Express with Luke. He still doesn't fucking know who that was. <laughs> I completely forgot about that, but I have no clue, folks. So if it was you, uh, or if you think it was you, please send me your theories on how you think we watched Polar Express, because anything's better than the just void that exists in my memory mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, he's really just sort of a wash. Yeah. Uh, just just left adrift. Yep. Uh, in uh in his memory palace. Mm-hmm. I've I think I've lost the metaphor. Uh Luke uh do, do you got that final quote? I do. Sam, this is an actual quote from this movie said by mm-hmm. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh yes. And it is. I can no longer in good conscience walk away and jerk off anyone in a parking lot. Yes, that is my favorite <laughs> quote from this movie. It's God. It's damn. so good. <laughs> This is a brilliant line, read perfectly. Yes, so goddamn good. God damn it. Uh, Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with 2016's Moana. Thank you, Russ, Tuck, Tuck, and Daniel. 